Welcome to the Designer Boss Podcast. Listen, learn, lol, and level up with the ultimate success guide for web and graphic designers. My name is Anna Dower. I'm a cake-loving, success-slaying graphic design mentor. And I'm Emma Kate, your personal sensei for mastering the wonderful world of web. Together, we'll show you how to harness our tried and tested experiences and hard-earned lessons while you soak up everything we know about building a successful design business. Hi everyone, you're listening to the Designer Boss Podcast with Anna Dower and Emma Kate. Today we're going to be talking about self-confidence. One of the lovely ladies in my Designer Boss Lady Squad actually posted in the group asking that we chat about self-confidence. Renee Vino writes, I had a coffee with a local creative who is almost half my age and in a friendly chat, We were talking about collaborating, but she is at capacity. Why does that make me feel so (laughs) shit? (laughs) Why does it make her feel shit, Em? Oh, because she's she's human, I think. Like that (laughs) happens. I think that's naturally going to happen uh, with anyone, especially if, you know, you've been in the game longer and then you have this young hotshot coming along that um, is, you know, has all, is all booked out, probably working with your ideal clients or, you know, her ideal clients at least. And I've definitely seen that in the past and it's, it's comparing yourself to others can get, you know, definitely shatter your confidence a lot. Yeah. And I don't know what it is like talking as an old person here, I feel (laughs) like the younger generation who are doing those kind of short courses in graphic design, maybe even like six months, 12 months, come out really, really confident. Whereas like people of an older generation perhaps uh, don't have the same confidence and I'm not sure what it is, like a generational thing. I don't know if their parents told them they were wonderful at everything, <laughs> but there is like a difference there and I do think it is only human as well, just like Emma said, to feel like, oh, well, maybe I'm not doing as good as her. I should be way ahead. Um, but, yeah, today we're going to talk about some ways to cultivate self-confidence and talk about some things that we've done for ourselves in our own businesses to become more confident. Now, firstly, before we dive into it, I want to say confidence isn't something that you just kind of flick a switch on. It's something that comes with experience, I think, and it's definitely something that you need to cultivate and you need to be intentional with trying to build yourself up. So let's talk about confidence. Mm -hmm. How have you built confidence in your business, Em? One of the main things that really helped me, uh, especially getting into web, and I see that with a lot of um, designers who are sort of trying to get into web and and build websites for clients is there's so much to learn and there's so many different kinds of websites you can build and things like that um, mm. and practicing 
practicing on these, you know, just like installing, having like a, a dummy kind of website set up where you can install plugins and play around with them or install different, you know, themes or try out different things with your page builder or something can just really help um, build your confidence in, you know, how to use those tools. You get quicker at it. Um, you start feeling like a total whiz at it. And obviously you're going to feel more confident in offering that service to clients and um, upping your prices. And that, I, obviously that can translate into whatever you're doing. If you're not doing websites, if that's, you know, with branding, maybe it's like practicing designing a whole bunch of different logos. Like I saw... I can't even remember who it is, but someone I followed probably on Instagram or something a while ago, and they were doing a challenge where they had to design a logo a day for like 30 days or something. Yeah. Was that Michelle Winterstein, I think? It wasn't her, but um, it was a guy. Oh, I can't she remember. She does something similar. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have probably jumped on board and done And I think that's a great idea if that's what you want to get good at. Just like give yourself that challenge, have some fun with it, and um, practice makes perfect or almost perfect I guess and build your confidence yeah and like if you're practicing design I think it's really important to continue designing for fun design the fun stuff that you would love to be your niche your specialty um, and do it without pressure you know like design an invitation for your kid's birthday or design a poster to stick on your office wall Mm -hmm. and that's all practice as well you know We don't become illustrator whizzes just because we've got the program. You've got to practice. So the next thing that I think you can do to become more confident is to find a niche. I know I talk about niches a lot. It's like (laughs) my thing. But seriously, when you focus on only the stuff that you're really, really good at, It makes you feel more confident Mm -hmm. because you're not pushing yourself to do stuff that you don't necessarily like and stuff that you're bad at. So by having a niche, you only do the stuff that's in your zone of genius. And when you're in your zone of genius, you can't help but feel confident because you're nailing it, your clients love you, and it just flows easily. Mm -hmm. So if you're lacking confidence, chances are you're trying to be like a Jill of all trades, trying to do all the things and not really being a pro at anything. So find a niche. That is my confidence tip. Yeah, and I think like on top of that too, when you have a niche, you become such an expert in that niche. Like if you're just working with like beauty salons or something, you know exactly what they need, (laughs) you know, all the things that they need, um, you know, all the different tools and apps and things like that that they could use to make that, you know, make their business easier that's maybe not even necessarily related to branding or their website or whatever, but you become quite an expert because you deal with those types of clients all the time. So that really helps build um, your confidence and also the confidence of your client in you. I don't know about you, but I don't have like the mental capacity to learn everything. <laughs> like I, I can only retain a certain amount of information in my head. And yeah, being a specialist allows you to just really know something really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I had on my list was upskilling and like educating yourself often. I think this is probably where um, like you were saying earlier, these younger designers coming out of like uh, school, um, you know, design school or whatever, and they've got, they're oozing with confidence because they've just learned all the latest skills. Like they've just learned from experts, from their professors or whatever, 
and you know they think they know it all and they they because they've upskilled they've just learned these like you know the latest programs all that kind of stuff and so I think when you've sort of been out in the game for like five years and if you haven't actually sort of re-educated yourself tried to like keep up with certain things you can feel like oh maybe I should be using affinity designer or you know like all these different programs that are out there because you kind of I'm like I don't know what you're like, Anna, but I like sticking to the programs I know. I don't want to go try like another program. And it doesn't mean that that other mm-hmm. program's necessarily better. But when I hear other designers using it, I'm like, oh, maybe I should be using that. Maybe I shouldn't be using Illustrator anymore. And um, so I think just there's a lot of ways that you can um, keep up like upskilling and re-educating yourself that obviously don't cost anything, just like, you know, following certain blogs or listening to certain podcasts or following uh, different YouTube channels and things like that can be really handy just to, um, you know, pick up new skills and see what other people are doing and what the sort of latest stuff is that's happening. And I think that's especially important in web because the web world changes quite a lot, but Mm -hmm. also with branding and um, design there's definitely um, stuff that you sort of need to keep on top of there. Whenever I'm asked how did I become so confident I think back to maybe 10 years ago I was not confident at all. I wouldn't talk to people on the phone. I didn't let people see me and I think about what the turning point was back then And it was 100% taking the step to invest in myself, not necessarily in an e-course, but I hired my first ever business coach and just having someone to educate me and taking the leap to invest in myself was the turning point for my confidence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I know it seems scary to do that, but it's so important to keep doing it and upskill at the same time. Definitely. And I think I was probably similar, like thinking back to where my confidence really grew and my business kind of took on, you know, a life of its own in a way, like it really became what I wanted it to. I wasn't just like fluffing around, taking on jobs here and there. I was actually kind of niching down and creating my own sort of brand, I guess. And that was from working with my first business coach, you know, because that just really gave me the confidence to develop these processes and just feel like a business person, I guess, that really helped, you know, feel like a legit business, not just a freelancer who's just like fluffing around. Yeah, I think like investing in yourself, whether that's, you know, working with a coach or just, you know, making a concerted effort to follow podcasts and YouTubes and try to learn new skills often or like even doing you know mini courses or e-courses or things like that memberships like I think your squad is a great one in that you know you're constantly kind of just doing little projects to really you know boost your creativity or like you know you know fix up your website add new things to your portfolio little things like that can really help and you're also surrounded by more designers like more people that you can sort of bounce ideas off and learn from and see what they're doing and and that kind of thing. And I think the last thing to keep in mind is everyone who is posting on Instagram, Facebook, 
is just showing you their highlight reel. So Renee, you had coffee with this young hotshot. She's only telling you the good stuff. I have no doubt she's had shitty clients. She's been underpaid. Maybe she's like working seven days a week. Who knows what the real story is? So that's why I think it's so important just to keep your eyes on your own work. Um, If you're following someone who makes you feel like shit, unfollow them. You know that saying, what is it? Comparing yourself to others takes away your joy or something, Um, something along those lines. Something about your sparkle. It's 100% true. (laughs) Surround yourself with people who feel good. That's why I created the Uncool Designer because I'm not one of those kind of trend-setting, cutting-edge, cool designers. I want to hang out with the Uncool Designers. So find your people and (laughs) stick with them. If someone makes you feel like shit, there's a reason, you know, unfollow and stay away. And like I said, they're not telling you the full story. No one's business is easy and a dream 24-7. Yeah. No, definitely not. As much as we might, you know, love our businesses now, there's there's still parts that we don't like. But they're probably not the parts that we share so much, you know. It's all like, especially mm. on things like Instagram, or the first time meeting someone, like what happened with you, Renee, you know. So um, I think when when someone makes you feel that way, obviously unintentionally, like she's probably a love, like we're not dissing her, she's probably the lovely designer, um, a lovely human. But if she makes, if someone makes you feel that way, like what I tend to do is sort of reflect on, okay, why is it making me feel that way? You know, is it something Mm -hmm. that I want to change about myself or my business or, you know, what can I do to improve and obviously take steps to do that if there is something. Otherwise, you know, you can, you can just dismiss it. I think it's good to sort of focus on it for a second, figure out what you can actually action there and then try to let it go. Yeah. Move on. Another thing I think it's really good for confidence is figure out how you learn, like how you better your mindset. It's different for different people. Like for me, if I read um, books that I can relate to and connect with, that really helps me with tools for my mindset and self-confidence. Other people, it might be like meditation or jogging or you know what I mean try to figure out um, a daily practice that can help you fill your confidence cup even if it's like I'm gonna be committed to doing a Facebook live every day for five days like you need to be committed to trying to get better at self-confidence as well you can't just wish you wake up confident because it doesn't happen like that most things in life you've got to work at it absolutely and I think like another thing too is you know be be kind to yourself we don't have it together all the time and you know Mm. one of the downsides or you know I guess downsides of being a female in particular is that you know some weeks I am just like on top of the world, oozing confidence. And then there's one particular week of the month that that is just <laughs> not the case. Like, yeah. So it just like, I think just being aware that, you know, it is a cycle. And if you feel really shit now, chances are in five days, you're probably going to be feeling 
fine. So much better. Yes. And there is a book about that. I think it's from Kate Northup. I'll have to double check that. And she talks about, you know, um, planning your work around your cycle Mm. and hormonal swings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's a legit thing. Mm -hmm. If I, um, I try not to launch when I'm like going into the zone of craziness (laughs) um, because it's just not going to be enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent legit. So yeah, that's another thing to look into as well. Yeah. I I've learned that before too, from, I I can't remember her name now, but her business is practical intimacy. And she talked about that a lot too, where when she launches, it's like she plans it around like, or even speaking gigs and things like that. Mm. She plans it around her cycle and it is definitely a legit thing. And I a hundred percent notice it. Um, and so it's good if you've got certain things that, you you know, you're going to have a really important meeting or something like that, it can be good to sort of be aware of and, and be kind to yourself in those situations when you, mm. you're not feeling as confident. Well, that conversation took a turn (laughs) that we didn't expect. Sorry to all the male designers listening. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) soz. Well, um, hopefully those tips help, Renee. Um, Like we said, confidence isn't something that you can flick a switch on. It's something that you need to practice and hopefully those tips help. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Designer Boss Podcast with Anna Dower and Emma Kate. If you'd like to learn more about us and our upcoming digital summit for graphic and web designers, head to our website, designerboss.co.